Hello! Welcome back to Everyone Has Their Kink. Sorry I was gone for so long. I have so many programs. Um, I really was fucking busy, alright? I really was moving about, and I was in that awkward space of, like, I was always sharing a room and stuff, and so there was no, like, good time. I gotta say, you feel weird... If you think you feel weird, like sitting alone in your house, talking into your headphones by yourself, yes, you heard that correctly, the rooster is in the room. Um, but it's even harder to record something when somebody is in the room, and you kind of have to put on this fake, like, I feel like I come at this very, like, you're on the phone with me kind of vibe, but... I'm sure that there is, there is a fakeness to it that I don't need anybody clocking. So that's embarrassing. Um, what the hell was I going to talk about? Oh God, here we go. Classic. Oh, here's what I was going to say. Um, even though the time I took all that, remember I took all that time off? Um, and then I came back to it, and I was like, season two, bitches! And then season two, like, it was basically episode one, and then show got canceled. Uh, but, I will say, season two, episode one, got the best numbers of any episode I've ever had. So, there's something to be said about the tease, the chase. Um, so I don't know, maybe this podcast just needs to be once a month? Holler at me what you think about that. But, um, I'm really looking to get back into a once a week situation, really, with you. Because also, the less I do it, the more weird it feels when I'm doing it. Like, currently, I have, like, my heart is racing because I'm like, what will you say next? What could you possibly say next? So, I'm going to paint the picture for you. I just took two Pepto-Bismol because I have no candy in the house. And because I've really been trying to decrease the sugar shit. So, um, well, that's not true, actually, because I fully had uh, a hot chocolate just this morning that I made. But I made it with honey. So, is is it better? I don't know. I think it is, but, um, I've been trying to reduce the sugar, so I haven't been bringing any candy back to my house, so when I'm getting a sweet tooth, I just do, like, a Pepto-Bismol or a, um, throat-numbing lozenge, and that's a cherry flavor, and it's absolutely delicious. I've got my Crystal Light next to me. Today, I mixed a cherry pomegranate with a lemonade. Uh, and it's giving me, like, a fruit punch vibe. Speaking of fruit punch, uh, I would like everyone's take on what they think jungle juice is. Okay, because I was recently in a very heated discussion about jungle juice when I was, like, saying jungle juice should be at the party. Dot, dot, dot. And then... It kind of just took off, oh, I love, you know, people, oh, I love jungle juice. Oh, I love it. It's so delicious. And then I'm like, I know. I was like, the best part about it is the fruit. Because the fruit gets you fucked up. 
because it like absorbs the alcohol, like the little chunks of pineapple or whatever the hell you put in there. And people were like, huh? I'm like, don't, doesn't your jungle juice have fruit in it? And they were like, no, no. I was like, well, what the hell is your jungle juice? And basically they described fucking punch. I was like, no, jungle juice has to have like, it, there's rules to jungle juice, I feel like. I feel like, um, I mean, I'm making them up as I go, but from the jungle juice I've come encountered, I, I've only probably, honestly, I'm not an expert for, for sure, but that doesn't mean I don't think I'm right. And that goes for a lot of things. So what I'm thinking about the jungle juice is, I thought you have to have like multiple liquors, like three or four. Like, you have to do a whiskey, you have to do a vodka, you have to do a tequila, you have to do a rum. Like, some combination of those, uh, of those liquors. And then you add juice, and you add maybe, like, a Sprite or a 7-Up or a Sierra Mist. God, I love a Sierra Mist. And, and, and then fruit, yeah. And then fruit, you put, like, cantaloupe fucking strawberries, pineapple, like the works, maybe some lemon wedges, orange wedges, um, things that don't work maybe are apples, avocados, um, blueberries, I can't imagine that works really well either, but that's kind of fun, it's kind of festive, so I would like to see them in there, but you do all that, you put it in a big-ass bowl, and you live your life, and you can't... It's The, the goal of it is that you can't even really taste the... You, you can taste, like, there's a, there's something in there that's, like, trying to kill you, but it's not enough that you're like, I probably shouldn't drink this. And then you get, like, really messed up, especially because you do the ladle, and you get a couple of fruit chunks in there. Oh, my God, something icy, something nice like that. But anyway, the per, the person or people I was talking to, I'm not going to out anybody is, like, their take on it was just so different than mine, and it really pissed me off. You know what? We could literally settle this. Is there anything more that I like than a, just a fresh, a fresh Google while I'm doing this? Let's see here. Jungle Juice. This really is like being on the phone with me. I will fact check your ass on the phone. I really will. I really will. Or if I'm like, yeah, I think that came out in, like, 2001, and then I'll be like, Oh, it's 2002. Or whatever. Okay, jung what is jungle juice made out of? This says, Most jungle juice mixtures contain huge quantities of hard liquor, hard alcohol mixed with arbitrary juices. For example, jungle juice may contain rum, gin, tequila, vodka, and whiskey mixed with orange, grapefruit, pineapple, or other juices for flavor and to stretch the quantity of alcohol. Uh, duh. Oh my god. Get this. Uh, okay. Here's what I'm doing, basically, is I'm, like, looking at every definition. Oh, here we go. I'm looking at every definition to validate what I believe it is. Look at this. Jungle juice. And it says, known as jungle juice. Confusing. Because it sends the drinker into a state... Oh, okay. Because it sends this drinker into a state of animal behavior. I love that. 
It can include fruit bits that have been soaked in alcohol for hours. This is what I'm talking about. And then go to like YouTube. It has like YouTube things. Super Bowl Jungle Juice. Booze on a Budget, the $40 Jungle Juice. And every bucket, it has bits of fruit in it. Basically, what I'm ranting about for the last five, six minutes is I was right. And that I need a jungle juice in my life very soon, I feel like. I don't think it's that. I don't think that it's something crazy to do. If you're having a party, I think it's a genius idea. Because, okay... If you're mixing things like that, the alcohol doesn't even need to be expensive. You get yourself a bottle of Ron Diaz, a bottle of Phillips, a bottle of Jose, and I think you're good. And that's only going to be, that's like 40 bucks right there, 40, 45 bucks. Okay, then you get your juices. Maybe that's another $10. But think of how much liquid that already is. And then... You put all your bits of fruit in it, that's probably another 15 bucks. So you're looking at like 60 bucks, 60, 60 70 bucks, okay? And, um, you know, you're splitting that, I don't know, six ways. And you got a big ass fucking bottle, like a big ass container of juice. I mean, you could even put a little water in there if you really wanted to, like, make it stretch, which I think. It's not a bad idea, because it is a lot. Like, that is a lot to ask for. And then you put ice and shit. Oh my god, that sounds amazing. I really think I need to do it soon. Mixed drinks are very few and far between here in this lifestyle. Uh, The only mixed drinks that I do regularly is whiskey with um, beer. And that may sound terrible, but it's not that bad because the whiskey has such a vanilla flavor. So it's kind of like a vanilla beer moment. Um, It's kind of nice. I kind of like it. Going over... What have I been up to the last fucking three weeks or so? I'm like... I went to this shit, and then I went to this other shit, and then I went to the shit... Um, I've had a really good time. Maybe I need to, like, sit and stew over this and, like, think about what the hell I'm doing and what the hell... Oh, well, I mean, not even interesting. I won't even go there. But basically, I mean, I'm not kidding. Like, the thing is, I get, like, when I'm just sitting here and, like, talking or talking on the phone or, like just drinking my tea or doing whatever the fuck I do all day. I, like, don't hear really, like, all of these crazy noises. Like, they are just blended into my environment between, like, a kid screaming and this, a whoosh-whoosh sound and the the rooster crowing. Oh, my God. Last night, I don't even know what to say. I don't even know what to say but there was a rat in my I had I had seen a rat I have not had a rat in my house okay for like ever okay 
And everybody, like, has rat problems. They're all like, I got a rat. They were falling from my ceiling. Like, whatever. I'm like, that sucks. Maybe, like, clean your place. I don't know. But I saw a rat when I arrived back. And I was like, that's fine. Like, I have been gone for so long. My house, like, obviously was quiet as hell. Like, totally grounds for... You're asking for a rat orgy, basically. You're, like, you're begging to walk in on just, like, sea shots of, like, a rat just, like, fucking putting their soft, soft flower dough hands on their little genitals and just fucking creaming the floors with it. It's what you're asking for if you leave for more than, like, two or three weeks here, I feel like. So I saw a rat the first night. I wasn't, I wasn't stoked about it. But it was a rat. I mean, it was a rat. It was, like, a regular rat, okay? It wasn't, like hormone injected fucking going off to market like get the damn I almost said grain bin but that ain't right whatever haul the shit to the to the goddamn slaughterhouse because it could feed a family of 30 the rat I saw last night fit that fucking bill it was so ginormous it was like half of the size of a cat and I was so shook. I was so shook because it was one of those moments where I saw something come, saw something like run out of the corner of my eye, and I was like, you know, and I like looked over and I saw nothing. And then I like saw a tail underneath of a chair, and I was like, holy fucking shit, this is horrible. And I, like, really got a peek at it. Put on my put on my phone light. Got a peek at it. It wasn't, like, moving or anything. wasn't doing anything crazy. And I just literally was like, well, like, I guess tonight I'm a fucking rat. I'm going to be a buffet for a rat. Speaking of buffets, I am craving a buffet so damn desperately my fingernails are turning yellow. Uh, the thing is, you know what, though? Oh, I'm about to go in. I'm about to shade somebody. I feel like a few of my friends have, like, heard me bitch about this. I'm not considered a classy person. And I don't think that shocks anybody who's tuning in. Um, I don't like formal wear. I don't like... I don't even like wine glasses. I think that they easily break, and I think they're kind of, um... What do you call that? Pretentious. So I don't love that stuff. I don't like like I don't like tasty videos like that sped up shit. Not that that's classy, but that's just like that's not my vibe. I don't like clean walls. I mean, I like clean walls, but I don't like like the new like Kim and Kanye type, like very just the whole shit is just blank and I like loud patterns. I like loud people. Not really. I don't really like loud people, I guess. Um, well, I'm a, I'm like a, I'm a loud person denier. I deny that I'm a loud person. Um, because I feel that I am very good at reading the room. So I can be really loud and crazy when it's the time to be, but I feel that I'm, like, mostly respectful and nice in general. Well, that also goes for my attire. So, like I said, I am, you're not going to catch me on any given Thursday afternoon in a button-up 
or slacks or a chino, okay? You're you're honestly most recently you're almost never gonna catch me in a closed toed shoe. And I know that that's not great. And I know that eventually my feet are going to get diabetic looking. And that's not going to be nice to see. It's already like, I had gorgeous feet. Like a year ago, I had such gorgeous feet. And now they're getting like a very hard, uh, angular, like angular ridge around, especially like the pants side of the foot so midway down to the heel um the like the heel is becoming its own shoe of the foot if that makes sense I don't like it and it's not a sexy look but for some reason I in my mind I'm like if I put on shoes then I'm going to literally sweat to death which is irrational same thing with shorts. I've been wearing shorts like every day for like eight months. And I'm like, if I wore pants, that'd be fine. But I would probably like have a heat stroke. And I know a kid who had a heat stroke at camp. And it was not a flattering look. And he was a good looking person. So I'm like, I can't imagine how how horrible I would look if I had a heat stroke. So I won't take the risk. But really, is it gonna is it that big of a difference? I don't think so. Um, anyway, that being said, love a close toe shoe, love a short. All these things said, I recently went to like more of a fancier kind of place to eat, um, and it's frequented often by the people I hang around. Okay, so I think. This could totally just be a case of everybody's getting a little too comfortable eating at this place. Okay, so it's this restaurant that's like, I'm talking cloth napkins. I'm talking, but the food is not expensive. The food is not really expensive, but the service is like out of this world. The ambiance is gorgeous and you get like 300 forks assorted in a square and 200 knives and six spoons and, like, three glasses, like, one for drinking, one for, like, tapping your fingers, and one for, like, who fucking knows what. Like, so, it's, like, one of those places that just gives you too much, too much to to work with and mess around with. But also one of those places where it's set like that. And then, like, depending on what you order, they will, like, like, I've never been able to just have all that shit and just use it during my meal. Like, they're, like, oh, here's the bread for the table. And then, like, they lay down the bread, and then they take with them, like, a fucking backpack of, like, silverware back to the kitchen. And I'm like, why are we laying this out in the first place? Like, what are we doing here? Or, like, they give you a mug, but it, like, has a plate under it, and I'm like, ugh. Or, actually, one of the first times we went there, they gave, there was, like, a small bowl, like, small enough that, it was definitely bigger than a, a, a bowl you would drink out of that, like, would be a mug, it was definitely bigger, wider than a mug, but it was smaller than any bowl that I've ever worked with. So it, it was basically, it was warm water with a lemon in it. And I was like, or it was a lime or something. And I was like, well, this is refreshing as fuck. It's a palate cleanser. So you just throw it back and then enjoy your bread and wait for your meal. So I'm like literally squeezing my lemon into this bowl of water and just 
tossing it back. And I find out from the wait staff that it's actually for washing your fingers between bites. Um, so I'm just basically painting a picture that it's that kind of an establishment. So what bothers me is people who are so, I'm going to say crass. It's very crass to me to go to a place like that in like your fucking beat up stained farming shirt and fucking shorts that are like above mid thigh. And I'm not talking like a short with a zip. I'm talking a short without a zipper. I'm talking about a short that may not even have a pocket. One that has on like the lower left leg a a symbol like a Nike or an and one or a Reebok or something like that. Something with drawstrings. Do you really think that it's the place for something with drawstrings? No. So people are showing, where was a huge group of us, which I am all, I am all about, like, as I've gotten older, not that I'm old, but I think as you get older, as anybody does, like, even from fucking 18 to 21, you start to, there start to be things that you used to compromise about, and then you're just like, I'm not compromising anymore. I, like, there are just things as you age, I think that's why, like, old people seem so awful, is because they're like, I'm not fucking doing that. And I'm like, great. It's like why I kind of celebrate people. I think I've talked about this before. But I kind of love, even though I'm like a drinker, and I love that stuff, and I love smoking, and I love all those, like, I love to, like, try new things, wink, wink. So it's... I love that stuff, but I also really appreciate somebody who, like, knows that they're, like, I don't do that. I don't want to do that. Like, I love shots. I love the ritual of shots, and I love doing shots with people. I love people who do shots. But I also can really appreciate somebody who is, like, and where I'm, like, I poured seven shots. Who wants them? And then there's, like, seven of us in the room, and then one person's, like, what is it? And I'm like, oh, it's Jägermeister. And they're like, no, I won't. I'm not going to take that. I can appreciate that because I still think I'm like, as far as that goes, like, I don't like Kharkov, but if somebody's pouring a shot of Kharkov, I'm not going to be like, I'm not going to take it. I'm just going to be like, I might throw up. So... It is what it is, and I think maybe later I'll, you know, whatever. But I, I really appreciate people who can, like, put their foot down about certain things. So what I've recently put my foot down about is I will not anymore in my life, except for very extenuating circumstances, or I'm in a really fucking good mood, or I know that the business is, like, amazing. But I will not do a group meal with more than six people. Like, six people or less is, I think that is the golden number for a group meal at a restaurant. It is like, it's, that's the level where the table is like, you don't have to push a table together necessarily, or if you do, it's like two small ones. It's not, it's not like cumbersome. So I just won't do it. And I literally, like, I'm not making exceptions. Like, 
if I'm with a group of eight people, and all I like all eight people, like, I, I don't give a shit if I'm going out for my fucking birthday. And I'm going, I'm showing up to the damn restaurant with eight or ten people. I want to split the tables. And that maybe makes me a monster. But I'm like, I know that I'm not going to have fun like, trying to have a conversation with an entire fucking table. Also, the way that there's just so many cons about it. It's, like, with six people, you can, like, kind of always hear everybody, and you can you can kind of all have the same conversation. Uh, you also, like, with, with more than six people, it is just you are begging for your orders to get fucked up. You are begging for, like, when somebody doesn't say, like, separate checks, uh... Then you get the whole bill, and then, like, you're like, oh, can we get separate checks? And then the waiter's like, uh, spark, spark, drool down the th- down the chin. And then somebody, some nice person you're with is like, oh, it's okay, we'll figure it out. And then, like, they're like, cash only. And everybody's got, like, a 50. And everybody's meal is, like, 21, 42, 63. And you're like, motherfucker, this is terrible. Um, and then it's like, oh, did you, did somebody order uh, a Moscow mule? I didn't order that. And then you're like shouting down the table. You're like, you have to get out of your seat to be like, hey, did anybody down here order this appetizer? Everybody's like, no, no, I didn't. I didn't. And somebody's like, I did, but it's on my bill. So, and then you're like, oh, fuck. And, or you like get in the situation where you're all like, all right, so, um, like, I put in my $21, and then I'm going to, like, pass down the bill, and you're just, you just, like, everybody just take turns on whatever they have, and then they just pay it on the bill, and then you get to the end, and the bill's, like, $211, and then there's, like, 160 and you're like, who didn't pay, lol, and it's, like, 13 people at the table, because there's, like, four tables pushed together. It's just a nightmare in every aspect of the word. Also nobody wants to wait on that table. I like, I can really appreciate a waiter who checks in too often. Uh, because oftentimes I want things or I have questions. And so I really, you don't get the attention. And it's like, I'm not tipping any, uh, any less because I have a big table. I'm tipping the same great tip. I love a tip. Love to give a good tip. Um, also, somebody had a perspective on tipping that was so heinous. They were like, I don't like how, like, waiters are... I'm literally squinting my eyeballs into, like... I literally can't see. My eyelashes are actually, like, holding each other's hands, tops, bottoms, because that is how hard I'm squinting when I say this. They were like, I don't like to give a good tip because I think it promotes, like, the understanding that waiters live on tips. Okay, so maybe I didn't explain that correctly. Like, basically, they're, like, waiters in our country, in, like, America, okay? Like, not everywhere else in the world that has, like, a a decent way of doing it. But in our tipping culture, it's basically, like, the restaurant pays them less per hour... So we have to supplement them with tips is like how we feel and how it's always been done. Um, So their way of like protesting 
that like them not getting a fair wage per hour is by giving a shitty tip. And I'm like, you're a fucking monster. So like, you're not changing the world because you're giving 10%. You're really not. You're the restaurant's not changing the fucking, a fucking thing they're doing. They're still making $4 an hour. And I think people who are have never been waiters and stuff, like I was never a waiter. I mean, I worked in fast food, but so I understand the hustle, but I like, if you've never been a waiter, I can see how you like cannot believe that people make such a shit hourly wage. Like I knew a girl who worked at Buffalo Wild Wings who made literally like four something an hour, like four fifteen an hour, and she had worked there for like a year, because um, they were like, oh, the the tips, it's the tips. It's like yeah, okay, but that's horrible. And then they're like, oh, well, you can't make under minimum wage. I'm like, but you can. There are so many loopholes to every goddamn system. So shut the fuck up. Um, on that same note, I knew a girl in college. She might listen. Calling her out. <sighs> it's fine. Because there's not anything else wrong with her. I mean, there's a, maybe there's problems. Listen. Nobody's perfect. Alright? Nobody's perfect. If you're listening and you think it's you, um, well, shame on you. Because I'm about to shade you so hard. But she was like, I'm in college, so I just tip a dollar. As if the people who are working there aren't in college. Like, what are you talking about? I am just so in the belief that, like, you have to. You have to, no matter what. No matter what. Give at least 20%. You give at least 20%. Like... 20%, it just, like, the percent... I think to people who are bad tippers, that sounds crazy. sounds like a lot of money. But it's, like... It's also how I feel about shipping and handling. Like, everybody really shits over shipping and handling. Like, they spend $180 on their fucking clothes or something. And then it's, like, $6 shipping. And they're, like, holy shit. I gotta find a code online that gives me free shipping. This is garbage. I'm, like, $6 of 180 is like 0.3 percent it's like nothing so i'm like shut the fuck up uh so it's the same thing with tipping 20 percent. i'm like if your bill is 50 dollars 20 percent is 10 dollars that is not bad if you are already paying 50 dollars for something you can afford $60. If you're already paying $20 for something, you can afford four more dollars. If you're already paying $300 for something, you can afford 60 more dollars. Like, that is just real. Is anybody impressed with my fast math? I'm just saying. But um, that's garbage people. That's garbage shit. Anyway, I'm not into a group meal anymore. I'm just not into it. So... uh whatever I mean like watch me in the fucking future literally have a table of 30 people and be a hypocrite but uh it's really been working out for me and so at this like actual day that like the attire really irritated me I mean this is going on way too long I hope that this is semi or at all entertaining but I so basically 
Um, we show up. There's There's got to be 12 of us. Okay. So I quickly corral like three other people. And actually four other people were that. I cr- quickly corral like four other people. And I'm like, hey, we're... um. We're not sitting with the whole group, right? Like, we're doing our... We're just going to, like, sit near them. Like, it's fine. Like, we're all going to survive. We... Because the thing is, is you cannot talk to them all anyway. So what is the point of all sitting together? Get your own fucking table. And, like, reconvene later. I don't... I just don't get it. What's the point? If you literally can't talk to them, what is the point? Maybe people just... Because people love to know what other people are ordering, and I don't know, and whatever. So... I don't really get it, but I was like, so we're just gonna, like, do our own shit, correct? And three of the people were like, well, one was like, fuck yeah. Uh, two were like, uh, maybe, if you don't think we're, like, not gonna get, like, basically ostracized from, <laughs> ostracized from the group, and, like, we're gonna be fine. And then the other one was like, ah, I can't do it. And she like ran away and like joined the 35 people. And I'm like, all right. So then it was perfect. It was a table of four and it was fucking fabulous. Our bills were not fucked up. Guess whose bills were? The table with a lot of people. Their bill got fucked up. Something happened. There was like multiple drinks added, but there was like too many drinks. I heard about it later. Uh, And it really brought me a lot of joy because it made me be like, well, well, well. Uh, but onto the attire. Like, so I was like, you know, wearing my fucking probably. I mean, don't be shocked if you find me in like pasties and a hula skirt. But when I know I'm going to go to somewhere that's a little classy, I'm going to put on. I put on my long black jeans, put on an, a nicer shirt, take off the hat, fluff your hair a little if you have any. And then do the damn thing and get your life together. But no, 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 no. Not everybody else thinks that. And this is all triggered because I said buffet. Uh, And because there was, there happened to be like a, a dinner buffet that was like happening that night at the, at the restaurant. And there was like this whole, like, so two people were basically dressed as fucked up. Like. Like, just looking crazy. And looking like... One looked actually crazy. And one just looked like, wow, you, like, are really wearing this to, like, a fancy restaurant. Like, some kind of, like, sandals that are just, like, what the hell. Shirt with a hole in it. Short shorts. And I'm like, alright. But I guess if you're gonna do that... Okay, so I'll explain. That was one look. And then the other look was... A guy was wearing a... Which the irony of this is, I think these two guys consider themselves classy. And I was like, like, they're like, oh, uh, I love Brie or something like that. Like, I'm sure that that is a sentence they've said. Or we're like, uh, I don't even know. What are fancy things? I don't know. But basically, like, they, they like the finer things. And the other one showed up. We had gone out the night before, showed up in the exact same outfit the next day. And this was like dark. It was dark out. Like this was the next night. And he was still in his drinking outfit from the night before. Mind you, the drinking outfit was a shirt with marker 
drawn on it. It was like, there were things with Marker. And if he's listening, hey, listen. I'm an asshole. And I noticed. And just check yourself next time. And I know I have my own problems. So I'm not better than you. But at that moment, people look from the outside looking in definitely thought I was. And that's not my fault at all. And honestly, what people think about you is none of your business. Uh, so just shut up. Anyway, it was a mess. And so the the other guy, he's, st- he's like, here's about the buffet. And he's like, oh, what's on the buffet? And he is like standing up, literally standing up in this restaurant with like, uh, there are other people there. Standing up in this nice ass restaurant and asking the waiter, like, what's on the, the buffet? And is, like, going down the line, like, oh, so what's under here? Oh, okay. Uh, and and this one? Uh, oh, okay, I, I don't know about that one. Uh, this here? Oh, and how's it, how, so how much is it? Okay, but what if we do the whole table? What if the whole table does? Then how much is it? And it's, like, this whole thing. And it, he's being so loud. And then, because we're, like, sitting separately, like, living our lives, being, like smart and classy dames um he then feels like oh well since I got up and asked all the questions I need to like tell the other table but I'm not gonna walk over to the table because the table's like eight feet away so I'm just gonna yell from my table standing up uh how the buffet works and what's on the buffet and gives us the spiel I'm literally cringing my like hair on my body is like curling into little fucking spirals and I'm like this is so embarrassing and I have embarrassed people many times just the lesson of the show is I am going to bitch about things and people have probably 10 times worse things to bitch about about me specifically I know that I am self-aware about that do not come for me but admit that that is not a classy move and that is also the guy who has problems with tipping um but then also has problems with me drinking interesting so uh basically everyone is canceled everyone is canceled also hilarious thing about saying canceled is that I've really been saying it a lot, like, canceled or canceled. <laughs> like, that. that's on period, that thing. Uh, and I literally... Well, I'm delusional. So I was like, I invented that. So, let that sit. When you, like, have to feel better about yourself, just remember that I thought... And, like, 10% of me still thinks... That at least I invented that for my friend group. Um, Like, the people I've been hanging around have been saying canceled, canceled. And I'm like, maybe I didn't invent it. I'm like, most, I didn't. I just didn't. I'm admitting I did not invent it. But as far as in my friend group, I invented that. I literally invented that. I started that. And I know that I'm giving you, like... I knew this band before it was popular vibes, and I'm not proud of it, but whatever. I have no shame. 
So, uh, what the fuck ever? Oh, you know what? It's because, like, also, give credit where credit is due. Give credit where credit is due. Like, say, like, oh, I've been saying that because you keep saying it. Just say it. Like, like, make my day. And it's like that whole, it all goes back to this, this, the Instagram stuff. It's, It's like, just make my day. Is it so hard to make someone else's day? I don't think so. I make people's day all the time and I don't even like them. Okay? Like, I will fucking, I'll kiss an ass and I am not above it or below it. I will kiss an ass. I kiss an ass that I don't even like. Because it feels good to make people feel good. And I think we forget that as a society. Mm. I have a friend who invented, in my opinion, invented, and I think she she's the one who brought it to my attention, but basically back in high school, when the trend of like wearing like a wool, like wearing like a skinny dark denim, and then wearing like a boot... But then having a little bit of your long wool sock sticking out, like, or folded over under your Ugg, and, like, you can see your sock. So it's, like, jean sock boot. That whole trend that, like, really, I mean, I think it's still hot in a lot of places, but um, that trend was, like, not happening at my school. And it was just definitely, but it was definitely around And my friend was like, I fucking started that shit here. And I was like, you did? She's like, yeah, I fucking started that. And I was like, you did though, but you did. And like, she really did do that. So shout out Heidi, if you're listening, you fucking did start that trend. You are a trendsetter. It's like, it's the same thing with like North Face jackets were huge. Like, those just black, regular, shelled North Face jackets that were, like, a hundred and some dollars, and I, like, practically cried begging wanting one. Thank God I never got one, because I'm like, could I be more basic? But those were huge at our school. And I'm like, somebody wore it first. I'm just gonna say, somebody wore it first. And I would give them all the credit in the world if they had receipts and they were like, I was wearing, I did made the, I made the North Face jacket thing happen in this county. And I would be like, yeah, you fucking did that, actually. You did that. Make someone's day. That's, that's the lesson of this episode. Make someone's day. And I hope by listening to this and hearing me go on and on about fucking whatever and people at restaurants who I can't stand... And people who have severe mental, emotional, and physical problems. I hope I made your day. And I thank you for listening. And I'm about to brew up a fucking song that I hope is lit. And I hope redeems me for not being here for like a decade. So thank you. Uh, I'm going to... I'm going to just say this is like, this is also an outro. So I'm going to do the song and then the shit's going to do the anchor thing where it's like, this is presented to you by anchor. I've literally, I've actually never heard it, but I've heard that it does that. So whatever. Uh, thank you so much. Bye bye. Look 
looking back on the time when I experimented with myself. I replaced a pocket pussy my mother bought me and this one had beads. I felt so lonely, baby. I felt so lonely. I felt so lonely I could have died. Along with the flashlight, I was curious about something else. I saw a cute black butt plug and the sex sword lady said treat yourself. I felt so horny, baby. I felt so horny, baby. I felt so horny I could have cried. Then one week later, curious what this could do for me. So I lubed it up and stuck it in, started to pleasure myself. I felt so sexy, baby. I felt so sexy, baby. I felt so sexy, I could have smiled. And then the best part came, when I orgasmed with it in. I shot my swords not so hard, I nearly drowned in my bed. I felt so wet, baby. I was so soaked, baby. I was so slippery, I could have died. But then I realized something, the lube had evaporated. So here I was, this thing in my ass, I couldn't get it out. I was so scared, baby. I almost called my roommate in to take it out, baby. I was so scared, I actually cried. But don't worry about me, baby. I pulled and prodded and pleaded to God, please. And damn it, I got that thing out. I learned a thing or two, baby. I was in pain, baby. But in the end, I was alive.